What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the No Contest Podcast. I'm Max Bronsky. I'm here with Andrew Borum, Josh Schiff, and a newcomer, Spencer. All right, he, Spencer is here to talk all things NFL Draft, our NFL Draft expert. Uh, six mock drafts thus far he's done, um, planning to do probably Crazy. like eight all in total, which is crazy. He's our Mel Kuyper. <laughs> yeah, I know. Crazy. So I'm going to, I'll start with a question for, for Spence. Which player has fluctuated the most on all of your mock drafts? Man, that's a tough call. Uh, I think overall, one, one guy that dropped a ton from the first mock, second mock down to where he is now is Miles Murphy from Clemson, edge defender. He was someone who I kind of, coming into the process, before I did a lot of research, I just saw his name a lot. He's from Clemson. I was like, all right, this is a guy that's going to go high. He's really big. He's really athletic. And then you, you kind of look at his tape from last year, and he just wasn't that good. He really wasn't. So someone's going to take a chance on him probably in the first round just because of the athletic upside and because he did play at Clemson. He was a starter. Um, but, yeah, he's he's definitely he's fallen down a ton for me. And then someone who kind of – has fluctuated up and down the board would be Devin Witherspoon, corner from Illinois. He, he started off as my CB1, and then I started hearing that people maybe weren't as high on him. He wasn't as athletically gifted, dropped down a bit, and now it's back to like he feels like a lock to the lines at six. So he's kind of been up, down, up, down for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to talk about another guy too. I don't know if he's really fluctuated as much but i think he's more of like a a smaller name out there that not a lot of people uh they have a lot on their top draft boards but that he hasn't been talked about as much and that's tyree wilson um i don't know i just haven't heard his name pop up very much um i've seen him at the top of draft boards but as the first edge taken but i haven't heard his name like what is it about this guy that just makes him so special and where do you see him potentially getting drafted yeah, it's interesting you bring him up because he's another guy. Who, I kind of felt the same way about him where he went to Texas Tech. Obviously, that's a big school, but it's not a program you're tuning into every week. And he's just an athlete. I, I think the, the best comparison for him would be Trayvon Walker. He was the first overall pick last year. The reason he was the first pick is because he's a freak athlete, and that's what Tyree Wilson is. He's another guy who his tape didn't blow you away, but the athletic upside is going to be high enough that he, he is going to go top 10 for sure. I actually heard today that the Cardinals prefer him to Will Anderson. To me, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. That's crazy. To me, that's absurd. But uh, apparently, if if they did, they're going to trade out of three, but if for some reason they stayed at three, they they would take Tyree Wilson over Will Anderson. That's what I'm hearing. Which that that tells you how high teams are on him. I disagree, but that's crazy. That's so crazy. S- oh no, um, go ahead. So, so Spence, you said that the Cardinals are like gonna like probably trade out of three. What are some teams that you're looking at like who? are primed to move up to that three to probably take a quarterback in all likelihood. It's interesting because it's changed a bit. Previously, when the Panthers traded up to number one, people were saying CJ Stroud was going at number one. I thought that was weird, but that's what all the, all everyone was saying with Bryce young, then being a lock to go at number two to the Texans, that leaves two QBs on the board. Will Levis and Anthony Richardson. So that would have made teams more desperate to trade up to number three, even a team like the Colts going from four to three to make sure they got their guy. Now people are wondering if Bryce Young does go number one, the Texans might not even take a quarterback. So if you yeah. get past pick number two and you have three QBs on the board, teams are going to be less interested. I like the Titans to move up. They, they've they been kicking the tires on it. They want a young guy in the room. I think they're all out on Malik Willis already. I can't really <laughs> them. 
Um, and then maybe sleeper pick for me to potentially move up would be the Falcons. I just I don't see it with Desmond Ritter, and I think with their run-heavy offense, if you have a chance to get Anthony Richardson in Atlanta, that'd be pretty special. Apparently, they they like Stroud too, so I think those would be two teams to look at. I like it. Um, which team or which spot do you think gets um, gets moved? Do you think the Houston spot gets moved? Do you think they try to get out of there and maybe Indy comes up and they draft their quarterback and Houston gets a couple of defenders? I don't think they're going to trade within the division. Exactly. I, I mean, especially if you're top five pick swapping, it doesn't make any sense. That's the thing that makes it tough is that the, the two obvious teams that would move up to two would be the Colts and the Titans. And if I'm the Texans, even if I want more picks, I'm not giving a division rival their franchise quarterback. I'm just not doing it. So makes sense. A wrinkle in it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, all right. I want to go over kind of a sleeper pick late in the draft. Uh, I don't know if Sif and Andrew have this prepared, but I kind of want to... I, I have some prepared. Do you? I, okay, I, I've so. done my homework. All right, How cool. late so. are we talking here? No, no, no. Like, it could be anything. Like It could be a guy that, spoke, that could be drafted like five, but he slips to 15. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, I Something. got some late guys. Yeah, I did, I did my homework. Max Warship. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Max. Great, uh, great Vanderbilt player i have a player i really like that i think is getting taken not i mean everyone's probably taking him on par but i think he'd be taken a lot higher okay yeah um so some guys that i was looking at uh i like dorian thompson robinson even though he's not like a high ceiling quarterback i feel like he's a value pick he's got a lot of college experience he i mean he played for chip kelly under five years he was an nfl head coach so I like his upside. If you get him on a day three pick, I I like that a lot. Um, some uh, another running. I was looking at a running back that like got my interest. It was uh, Ty J Spears out of Tulane. Yeah. I, I I so I listened to Locked On Dolphins. Shout out Kyle Krabs. Um, he w- was talking a lot. I watched his film breakdown on him, and it's just like he's such an explosive athlete. And he was the big reason why Tulane won the Cotton Bowl over USC and their terrific season. And, uh, yeah, that's th- those were my two big guys that yeah, had, like, like late that. value picks. Uh-huh. Spence, what about you? Who are, you? who are your sleepers in the draft? I mean, first of all, I love both of those from Sif. DRT is, is my number six QB, which I think is higher than a lot of the consensus has him. He just has accuracy issues. But that's so my... does everyone else. I mean, other yeah. than other – I mean, it, it... – <laughs> You get paid to sling the ball. Not, I mean, not every pass is going to be completed. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's major for him. It's like major accuracy yeah. issues. But for me, uh, one guy at the who's kind of going early second round, late first round right now, who I, to me is the top 15 talent, is B.J. Ojolari, pass rusher from LSU. I really like him. I mean, he's someone. if you're in a 3-4 defense, outside linebacker, edge rush, he's just going to be able to tee off. But kind of a deep sleeper that I like who you guys may or may not have heard of uh, a tight end look probably late third, early fourth, Zach Koontz. Hmm. Um, guy's a freakazoid. If you look at his, his combine, it's, it's honestly the best combine ever from a tight end, like ever. That's oh, crazy. Wow. He's six, seven, two forty, And he, I forget exactly what his 40 time was, but he, it was That's something crazy. ridiculous. Like it was, he was off the charts. At, at Where do you go to school? 
I think Old Dominion, I'm blanking right now. Let me double check before uh, you quote me on that. But the guy's just a freak. Um, yeah, that that could be an interesting pick for uh, Chris Greer. Yeah, Old Dominion, I think. My, my internet's crapping out on me a bit. Yeah, Old Dominion. Right, yeah, that's crazy. And he transferred from Penn State, him. so he, he played against real competition, transferred to Old Dominion. Yeah, that's, that's Power Cross School. Yeah, that's cool. Hmm. Andrew, you got any sleepers for me? Yeah, I'm not going to say sleeper, but I think he's being drafted, I mean, I guess too low on the where they have him. But watching Florida State football, um, it's been tough over the years. But seeing a player like Jamie Robinson play defense for us, the way he, he's in every play. Like if you watching us play, you look at the TV, whether I have a beer in my hand, whether I'm actually watching the game, he's in on every defensive play. So I think that's very big. He obviously knows the defensive side of the ball. Um, a great player and... He might not have the size necessary for that safety position, but I think he's a great talent and being underdrafted where he's currently being picked. He's a stud. He is. He is Indeed. a stud. I've seen him play. He's a stud. Totally. Um, my sleeper pick is Dwayne McBride from UAB. I love that kid. I love that kid. He, bro, he is so good. He's so underrated. Yeah. I don't understand why. I th- I personally think he's a top five running back in this. He's class, my RB three, like, bro. It's crazy how good he is. I wow. think he's being so. Is he really? I think he is so underrated. People are not looking at this guy until like the fifth or sixth round, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's a monster. He's a monster, an absolute monster. If you can land him, I think that's a really good pick, um, and it definitely a sleeper pick for sure. Um, all right, next I kind of want to go over a player that is being drafted too high. All right, somebody that is being a little overrated from the, from uh, scouts and the media and whoever. Um, Spencer, I'll start with you. Yeah, for me, this one is, is pretty easy. It's Lucas Van Ness from Iowa, uh, pass rusher. So I, I get the appeal. He's a big guy. He has a freakish bull rush move. Like, he has the potential to, like— I don't want to say his potential is J.J. Watt because whose is, but like that's the type of archetype that you're going with if you take Lucas Van Ness. He couldn't get on the field at Iowa, and I don't know if that's a coaching thing where they just really like to rotate their guys, but he wasn't – I don't even know if he really qualifies as a starter there. So you loved what you saw on tape, but there had to be a reason why he wasn't on the field. And I see people talking about him going like 10th overall to the Eagles, and it feels like a Howie Roseman type of pick. And if he – I mean, he earned the benefit of the doubt, right? So if he does take him, he'll probably be amazing. But for me, it's just it's a little rich. I like him at the end of the first round as a as a, a prospect and someone with big boomer bust potential. But for me, a top ten pick is, is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sif, do you have one for me? Um, I did. I did see something about uh, Darnell Wright. He, I, I do feel like he's valued as the OT OT three. And I, I've been seeing him go as high as like the middle of the first round where but previously he was maybe a mid to late second round pick. And it's, I, I just think you, I don't know if I would wait. I mean, that's kind of like a, a risky pick similar to what the Ra- Raiders did with Alex Leatherwood mm-hmm. in yeah, terms of like high risk. Yeah, Andrew, all, all risk. That was a terrible. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I'll go with the most overhyped player in 
any NFL history, Anthony Richardson. Um, <laughs> he's gotten so much hype for just numbers that he put up outside of playing actual football. I think is actually crazy. Um, watching him play, like, yeah, he does have real potential, but I, he's nowhere near an NFL starting quarterback. He's going to struggle year one, year two, maybe even year three. Uh, it's going to take the right coach to go and build him up. He's going to have to learn the game. He's going to have to be able to play at that speed. He obviously has the, the arm strength, the speed, and the size, but can he actually play the quarterback position at the high level that's needed through, for an NFL team? And I just don't think that's possible for the way they hype him up to be. So, I mean, if he gets with the right coach, he has a chance, but I, other than that, he is the most overhyped player I've ever heard of. Yeah. That's what they said about Josh Allen. Yeah. 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 It's very similar type of uh, buildup to mm-hmm. what Josh Allen was. I'll give you I'll give you two players who I think are over are overhyped. One, Will Levis. I'm not a Will Levis guy. I, I just don't think the kid's gonna be good. If you waste a top ten pick on him, I think you're a fool. He's Jay Cutler. He's Jay Cutler at best. <laughs> that's that's what I see. That's all I see is Jay Cutler. Like literally he Yeah, but Jay Cutler's not a bad uh not What a has bad he ever result. done for you? What has he ever done for you though? That's you're your stealing. If that's what you're getting in your top five pick, I'm not picking it. Oh, in the top five pick, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not picking that. That he's projected to go top five, top ten, I'm not picking. If you told me to go back and pick Jay Cutler top ten, I'm not doing that. You know what I mean? So, all right, my my next player, Dalton Kincaid. Who the hell is this guy? (laughs) Who the hell is this guy? All right, why is he so high in draft boards? I do not think he's good. There's no chance this kid is good. There's a guy like this that pops up every year. He's a he's a great receiver. I mean, that, that's he's just fast as hell. He can't block. He can't block worth shit. No, I mean, uh, you're basically drafting like no a tight a Gasecki a Gasecki. Yeah, but better. But yeah, is he better? I think. I mean, he has to go to the right team, right? Like, if he went to the Dolphins, he'd be useless because the Dolphins yeah. value blocking so much in their tight ends. But if he went to someone somewhere like Green Bay, that's where I've had him a lot, as they just need someone who they know is going to get open and catch the ball on third down, like, he's going to be perfect in that role. But, yeah, he sucks at blocking. Yeah, I'm just that's like... pretty important the, for a tight end. I, I just thought his name popped out of nowhere, and I was like, where the hell did this guy come from? Who Who yeah. is he? Yeah, that's my that's my overrated player. Um, all right, I'm going to let Spence do this, all right? Um, okay. If, unless, Sif, you want to join him. I mean, I can chime in. It's it's up yeah, to... Yeah, chime it's, in. Yeah, chime all right. in. I can chime Spence, in. Spence, I'm going to let you start and rank your top five quarterbacks for this okay. draft. For me, I, I mean, I think number one is, is Bryce Young. I don't know if anyone disagrees on me. I disagrees with me on that. He, I, I do not. If he was... You know, two inches taller and 20 pounds heavier, he'd be like a Trevor Lawrence-level prospect, Andrew Luck-level prospect, I think. Like, that's how good the tape was. That's how quick he read defenses. You know, big moments. Literally every single thing you want to see from a quarterback, except the size is unprecedented. It's not even a Kyler Murray situation. He's skinnier than Kyler Murray is. So you worry about the injury, but for me, I'm drafting first overall. I want to pick someone who can be a superstar, and Bryce Young has literally every single trait you want in your franchise quarterback other than the size, and you just have to get past that and build an offensive line that's going to keep him, keep him protected for me. I'm with you. Yeah. Number Absolutely. two. Oh, go ahead, Josh. Oh, um, uh, do you have Stroud, too? I got Anthony Richardson, too. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, I, I, I think okay. I think Stroud is the safest, safer than Bryce Young. I think he's the safest quarterback in the draft. I think you guaranteed with Stroud, you're at least getting Ryan Tannehill, which like you'll honestly take that with the first round pick. He could be better, but I don't think his ceiling is better. Anthony Richardson, you might be getting someone who's never going to be a quality starter in this league, but you're you could be getting Josh Allen, and I think at the very least, he, the running ability is already there like your offense is going to be able to function with anthony richardson as your quarterback tomorrow even if the passing attack isn't pretty look at justin fields like he still can't really throw the ball the bears offense wasn't bad last year you can get that right now from anthony richardson and if he gets developed by the right coach on the right team you're looking at a top five quarterback in the league so i i, just I, I, I was thinking like a, a good team that if anthony richardson did go to top five i i think the colts would be perfect for him because you look at Shane Sykton, who's developed literally two superstar quarterbacks in Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts within the last five years, and he's your head coach. So it's all it's it, it it it's all depending on like which team he goes to. No, I agree completely, and I think the Colts is a great fit, like you said, like Steichen, what he did with Jalen Hurts. There's no reason he can't do that with a a better arm and Anthony Richardson. Um, I think they love Will Levis though, which kind of sucks. But my number three is CJ Stroud. Uh, like I said, I kind of explained him before. He's he's safe. If you're if you're a team like the Colts, again, we keep going back to the Colts, who needs really to make the playoffs. If you're Chris Ballard, you need to make the playoffs. Or you're fired. CJ Stroud would be a godsend because he's you're, he's going to come in and be solid already. Um, four is where it gets a little interesting. I do have Will Levis. I mean, I think the Will Levis hate is a little bit overblown. I've never liked him as a prospect. I don't think his ceiling is particularly high, but people like to say that he's boom or bust and he's not. He played in a pro style offense with a horrific supporting cast, terrible offensive line. Yeah, I, I watched that Kentucky uh, yeah. Florida game. It, it, it was brutal to watch. For, and now the thing about it, they're gonna be both top 10 picks, yeah. the quarterbacks of the offense. And that was, it was a 16 10 game. It's Who would have thought that? It's all about traits, but he ha he's not accurate, but he's tough. He's got the intangibles, and you know he's going to be able to play. Like, I think if you're a terrible team, like, for example, the Cardinals, their roster sucks. If they didn't have Kyler Murray and they needed a quarterback, I'd take Will Levis because you know he's not going to flounder in those terrible circumstances because he's used to it. Right, yeah. And then I'm going to tell you who I I I I think it's very flip-flop on – I was flip-flop on uh, Levis or Hooker at four. Because I mean, I I wa I watched Tennessee play, and it was like you you couldn't do anything to them on defense to stop him. And Hooker was hitting everyone over the place. If he wasn't, if he was, a, it's just because he's a little older, but and and he blew out his knee in, in the second to last game of the season. That's yeah. the reason why he's fringe now. It's interesting with Hendon Hooker because people have him going in the first round. Now, I saw a mock draft that him going number five overall to the Lions. Which I good. did see that. I think it was Mike Tannenbaum, so it's not surprising. He's an idiot. <laughs> he, ru he ruined two franchises in the same uh, division. So I, I don't think Hendon, Hendon Hooker should go in the first round. He's my number five QB. He tore it up at Tennessee, but he's 25 coming off a torn ACL, and the offense they ran at Tennessee is nowhere near an NFL offense. He was not asked to do remotely close to anything he'll have to do at the NFL level. So it almost is good for him that he tore his ACL and he's going to have time off because no team will throw him out there to the Wolves because he can't play yet. If he goes to a team like Minnesota or maybe Las Vegas or something and he's able to sit behind a veteran quarterback, learn how to play. I think Minnesota would be a great fit for him. Great fit. 
I think because I, I think Kirk Cousins walk. I think they let him walk in a year or two, or trade or trade him. Yeah. I mean, if he if he doesn't win anything, he I, never I, will. Kirk Cousins. Exactly. Max used to love Kirk Cousins. I used by the to way. love. I used to love Kirk Cousins. Mid, mid Cousins. Used mid to. Well, he was. Cousins. It was. It was more because he was a meme. It was more because <laughs> he did the "you like that" and I love the meme. I'm a Commanders fan. I've always known that he was he was fraudulent. Uh, I was <laughs> Bro, I just I always knew he was the most mid guy ever, but I thought he was the most memeable quarterback oh. ever. He was just so plain and everything. It's just so funny. No, he, I used to love Kirk. He's actually so memeable because he's the nicest guy ever. So they would yeah. have like him mic'd up on the sideline. He'd throw like a ninety-yard <laughs> bomb to Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson would be like in his face, like "Let's fucking go!" And Kirk's going, "That was a really good route, Deshaun." <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, get off my team. Kirk's the no. best. <laughs> I think we might have to get Max a Kirk Cousins jersey. I have a, I have a, I have a shirt that says "You like that," and then another one that says "If you die, you die," or because he said that during COVID. It's so funny with him too. Not to go on a tangent, but like he'll have like a "You like that" moment where he just for one game becomes a dick, and he's like, "I need to prove myself and and fight for my legacy." And then all the rest of the time, uh, he's like the most complacent, soft quarterback. But ever. every time he yells, he voice cracks. So it's like <laughs> it's <laughs> you like that. It's so funny. I remember the one hike he had. He was like, "Does it?" Oh. Hey Max. <laughs> one time he kneeled instead of spiking it at, at the end of half. Yes. Oh yes. my uh, god. Horrible. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, that it, he uh, he is a he is a hilarious. I, I I don't think it's long before they uh replace him. Maybe a a Trey Lance type trade at the beginning of the draft. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah, no, I think Trey Lance would actually be a fascinating fit for Minnesota. Like, it would really, he can just sit there and learn. And then he, I mean, like, he was the third pick in the draft for a reason. Mm -hmm. No, it would be so interesting to see him in Minnesota because that I I don't know. I, I, I would like it. And he's like, he's got that like culture too. He went to North or he went to Dakota, whatever, North Dakota, North Dakota Uh, State, right? Or is it South Dakota State? South Dakota State. I don't remember. Wait, I think, shit. I think it's North Dakota. It's the same school Carson Wentz went yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think it's North Dakota State. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they, uh, he went there. Like, Minnesota's right there. Like, it just makes so much He's sense. Uh huh. Oh, Trey Lance. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I like it. I like it. And then the 49ers get whatever their pick is. And, yeah, you probably get Mid Cousins. And then to get a lot of picks and be able to stack it up because yeah. they really don't need him. No, I mean, it, did you guys see the picture of Purdy that came out like a week ago? He is the biggest brace you could yeah, ever it's see. Huge. On That's what Tommy John does to you. If I was a Niners fan and I saw that, I'd be like, we need to keep Trey Lance. We need to. Well, he's three weeks into a, I think it's a 16-week recovery. Didn't he get Tommy John? Yeah, Tommy John. Yeah, because he, the like the way that Hassan Reddick's like helmet literally went straight into his elbow. Well, his his, elbow. his arm was going forward and his arm was being pushed back at the same time. So it's like it's hard to. Has a QB admit. ever had to get Tommy John in the history of? I I, I, I think probably. there might have yeah. been one yeah, or two, definitely. but it's it's on the rarer side. Yeah, it's say. definitely on the rarer side because you don't throw a football the same way you throw a baseball. So yeah. like. You throw it more like inside, so I don't know. Um, 
All right, so I wanted to I wanted to do this, but I'll switch up the question, and I'll start with Spencer again. Um, to you, who is the best non QB in the draft? For me, it's between three guys. I, I think. You know, I won't I won't say all three because I don't want to steal one that maybe one of you guys would say. For me, it's B. John Robinson. I mean, he look it's tough with running backs. I get it, but if you're like a team like the Eagles picking at 10, please pick Bijan Robinson, who is in the window of winning a Super Bowl, and you can get that guy for five years with a fifth-year contract in, in the first round. You have to do it. I mean, this guy is a top-five running back tomorrow. I, I genuinely think – like, he's Christian McCaffrey receiving upside. Like, that's how good of a receiver he is. He has, like, Saquon Barkley upside on the ground. Like, we could be talking about, like, Adrian Peterson here. I really feel that strongly about him. He is a freak, and he's going to completely change whatever offense he goes to. I don't care what running back you have on your team, unless it's like Christian McCaffrey, maybe. Honestly, like who else is like a really, really great young running back? I don't care who you have. If you take Bijan Robinson, to me, it's a good pick. No, I, I completely agree, and I think he's that guy that is that Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott guy that comes in year one and just absolutely dominates. It if he gets the Eagles, I am genuinely scared. Oh, I'm terrified. And, and look, at the end of the five years, maybe you don't re-sign him because it's never smart to re-sign running backs that get injured. Get no, but at the beginning of his career, you're getting if him you're at the perfect window, time right now. Uh-huh. If you're in a if competing you're... window and you have him for five years, he can he can be the difference Oof. between the Super Bowl or not. It's crazy. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with all the both of you because like he's just watching him is just like he's just a different breed than any 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 person i saw on the field in college football last year just like his speed his size it's he's can't miss yeah yeah he really is um but i do think will anderson is gonna be that dude um he really he really is um i don't know why like people are like putting him like down more like he should be confirmed at like three by the cardinals it's just what happens in the draft it's just what happens in the why did trayvon walker go first overall i mean that was weird (laughs) and he like did not he didn't do much of anything anything. and they still met and they still made the playoffs uh he was good he was solid he picked off carson wentz in week one he was he was solid he wasn't bad yeah but he was a rotational Mm -hmm. player yeah yeah Andrew, who's your best player? Yeah, I don't know who my best player is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I look I look looking at teams. I don't know. It all depends, in my opinion, on what player, good, what team they go to. Um, I think all the players, like, have extraordinary talent. But if you're put in the wrong situation, like, a lot of these players don't succeed. Like, you have, There's a lot of players coming out of college that have all this talent. You see they're great on tape. They have great numbers. They go to this team and they're just not a fit. Your first three years are out the window. Now you're trying to play for just a spot on a roster and you don't become that player that you could have been. Mm-hmm. So I think it's all about fit in the NFL. If you're a player, like it depends what offense you're in, it depends what defense you're in, then that's going to determine who the best player is. Like what the best fit almost guarantees you to be a great player. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, no, you're 100%. You're 100% right. It's all about fit. Look at all the corners that leave the Patriots and sign somewhere else and are terrible immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some coaches no. make you better. I have a question for you too, Spence, just based off the quarterbacks. So um, if you don't get one of the quarterbacks you want in this year's draft, or do is it worth it to wait till next year to get that quarterback and maybe take a skill position player or the end? 
Oh, if I'm the Texans, there's no way in hell I'm picking a quarterback not named Bryce Young because Caleb Williams. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah exactly. Next year are both. I think the Bears, honestly, that's why they traded down because they're saying, all right, we'll give Fields one more shot. Either he's good or we're getting Caleb Williams because we have our pick and the Panthers pick and we can trade up. Caleb Williams is, is going to be a, an incredible quarterback. I think Drake May is a stud too. So I, w- I would wait unless I was a team like the Colts who has a pretty good team already and needs to win this year or if you're getting Bryce Young. because That's, that level of prospect. that's exactly the way I would put it as well. If you need to win this year, if you're a quarterback away, like Carolina, they, they could get a quarterback this year and their defense could step up and they could be a playoff team and make yeah. a push. You know I, what I mean? a I, team like it's going to be the, them in Atlanta's division. Vision, yeah. it seems like well, that's I, that's I, but i think atlanta is a couple steps away that's it that's what i'm saying if you're if you're a team that's a couple steps away i don't think you should be drafting a quarterback not named bryce young yeah the only other teams who i would say maybe should take one are teams like seattle and detroit who aren't going to be in this position next year they're not going to be able to get one of those guys 100 percent get agree. someone like anthony richardson to sit behind geno smith or sit behind uh jared goff, jared goff here. Yeah. you should do it i think they're not i don't think either of them are going to but that's what i would do Mm-hmm. I, I think it makes more sense for Seattle than it does for the the Lions. Detroit. Yeah, no, I completely, completely agree. All right, so we're going to do a mock draft of round one of the 2023 NFL draft. Each of us is going to get a pick, so we're going to go in order, and we're going to go off of what we think uh, each team will do. Um, so I'm going to start with Andrew. Andrew has the fir- is the Carolina Panthers. He has the first pick in the draft. All right, Andrew, who are you taking with pick one? Well, I'm going to let ESPN take this one, but the first overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers are taking quarterback Bryce Young, Alabama. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, I mean, that is the, that is the, uh, that is the consensus right now. Uh, yeah, you, you, you kind of have to. It was Stroud for a minute. I don't know why, but it's it's young. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, Sif, you have the second pick. What will you do here? It's interesting. So I have a couple options. Um, to be Just honest, a couple. Yeah. Oh no! I got, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick though. I I know who I want with the second overall pick in the uh, the NFL draft. The Houston Texans select. Will Anderson, edge rusher, Alabama. I like it. I like it. There's been a lot of talk of, oh, like, yeah. you know. He, he's the be- he was the best player in college football the last two years at the edge position. How can – you got it. You got it. He's a difference maker. I, I I'm think also, it's the right pick if Bryce Young isn't there. Yeah, it's the right pick. It is. I'm going to go in and I'm going to edit the noise in, the, in this. Oh, <laughs> not, was that too close? What? No, no, no! Like the sound, no, the make, sound it makes that you're picking. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, gonna, oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go in and do that. Um, yeah, Thanks, I'll do Max. that this weekend. That'll be funny. All right, All right, on the clock, right? Yep, you are. You're on the clock. You have the third pick. You're the Cardinals. Okay, what do they so do? I, I think they're they're one million percent trading down here. Um, so if we are doing trades, I'm down to to negotiate a little trade with someone. I, I feel like the most realistic. No, you can just make the trade. You don't have to get okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll just, I'll just yeah, make yeah. it happen. So I, I think uh-huh. the most realistic team to move up is probably – it's Tennessee, except I don't think Arizona will want to go down that far. So I'm going to do Atlanta. I think Atlanta is sneaky in on a quarterback. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and, and just make it happen. I think. It yeah, make that trade and then make the pick. Eight, three, 
I don't know, 75, maybe a, maybe a two next year. Probably wouldn't be quite that. but Yeah, just force the trade and just, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is. And I think they're – I would take Anthony Richardson here, but I, I heard that they're in love with C.J. Stroud. Um, I think they feel like they have a roster where they can win now in the NFC South, and, and I don't think they're wrong about that. So I think they see an opportunity to go out and get a, a legitimate starting quarterback and C.J. Stroud. They're going to jump at it, and uh, I think it would be a home run pick for them. Yeah, 100%. Um Damn, so I have the fourth pick, and I'm Indy. <laughs> now, what, what do you do here? So what do you this do is, here? This is where, this is where I, I'm obviously between both quarterbacks, all right? But it's I'm going to go off of the one I think Indy will take, all right? Not the one I think they should take. And I, I don't know why, but I think they're going to go Will Levis. So do I. It just it, it feels like it's been penciled in that way for a while now. I don't I don't really get it, but it just yeah I don't get it either. But I that's all I'm hearing. It's the Colts. They have been like a dysfunctional mess ever since like uh, Andrew Luck suddenly retired without any of them knowing. He is more pro ready than Anthony Richardson, so I think they are stressed. I know the GM yeah. is not keeping his job, so I think he's like this guy gives us the best chance to win games right now. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Um, Andrew, you have the fifth pick. Who did yeah. the Seahawks go with? No, that's a great question. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no idea. Um, I think they probably, I mean, I think they trade back, but I couldn't tell you who they trade back to to pick. But I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to say they're going to get their quarterback of the future. They're going to bring in a questionable player in my my end, but Pete Carroll is going to get his guy in Anthony Richardson. I completely agree with you. I like it. Com- completely agree. It was either him or Jalen Carter. Yeah. I, they've been doing their homework on the QB classes. Pete Carroll keeps being like a boomer and taking selfies with every quarterback prospect. Yeah. It's... <laughs> How old is he? Like, he's got to be 70-something, right? Yeah, the Geno contract they can get out of it after this year, so I think I think that's if he's there, I think they're taking him. That's a smart move. Yeah. It's kind of like what Mahomes did, where you kind yep. of let him sit for a year behind a, a sit like a good veteran, and Geno Smith has proven that he's like a good veteran that can get you to the playoffs. So that Geno contact contract was three years, right? Yeah, but it, it's only I think it's it's only guaranteed first year votable yeah. yeah i mean i like you i guess you have him as long as until you feel richardson is yeah. ready if you yeah, were to make that fun. pick yeah no I, I think it'd be a great pick and i can't complain with it so i guess i'm on the board with the lions here you are um this is oh, when am i out next oh i'm next okay yeah, you're next um i would take jalen carter here i know there's all the, the off the field stuff but the guy is just a freak i mean he's yeah. on the field but i think they're going Devin witherspoon that's what everyone's saying and i can't disagree with it he's the he's the best corner in the draft they just traded jeff okuda who wasn't any good anyway Devin witherspoon i mean you look at the tape he just it's like white on rice like he he just locks people up i mean and he's a physical guy kind of has like that fu mentality that dan campbell's gonna like so I, it's a match made in heaven i think it'd be a great pick mm-hmm um so this is tough here i have the raiders pick i don't think they take jalen carter if he's wait, there i yeah. don't think he i you're don't think skipping over yeah you're missing so. yeah it's, oh, it's, it's, it's my pick yeah. i thought i was after spencer no Sorry. no you're good um so i'm gonna go with like a raiders-esque pick in terms of like 
you know, guys that like might be out of the league in like three years because of criminal records. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with keep going with that round. I'm gonna go Jalen Carter. Oh, the speedster. There's another speedster. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, so listen, I don't think they take Jalen Carter there. To be honest with you, I think that's a the very um, patriot. It's a it, they're they're trying to go the patriot way now. I feel like that's what they're trying to do. They've had too many guys go to jail, accidentally kill people. They can't have another guy who like played yeah. a part in the death of an automobile accident. But he is a stud. I mean, I'd love the fit on a stud. team. They need a defensive mm-hmm. tackle, so maybe they just say screw it, but just don't let him go to Top Golf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um Damn. So if I'm the if I'm the Cardinals here. I'm honestly, I'm honestly just gonna go with the person I think is the best player in the draft, and I'll just go Tyree Wilson. Yeah, they're they're taking him here, one hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, it's not really like a need, but they need everything. Their, their defense, <laughs> their their defense is built really nicely for this year. I in my in my the opinion, Cardinals? I think yeah. Oh oh wait oh my bad. I was looking at the Falcons. Oh yeah. My, I I'm doing it on my phone. Oh, that, yeah, that's fair. The Cardinals have no nobody on their team. Yeah, they have nobody. So they're they going to trade anything. Hopkins, they're going to trade Buddha. It's the they're going to have the first pick in the draft. Now. They need everything they can oh. get right now. Yeah. All right, Andrew, you have the Bears pick at nine. This well, I feel like this one falls right into the right into what they need. We're going with Peter himself. Peter Staronsky. <laughs> yeah. Keeping the Northwestern boy in Chicago. Yeah, yes, I like sir. it. I like He's it too. That makes so much sense. It's a, it's the perfect fit for the Bears, too, because their O-line, they don't have a glaring hole anywhere, but they just have a bunch of mid everywhere. And Peter Skaronski can play literally any position you want him to on the offensive line. So if someone gets hurt or if you just think he's an upgrade over someone, just plug him in where. Do you yeah. like it? Would you have gone with Jackson smith Jigbo there just because of the Justin Fields combination? That's what I was, I was debating between. That would be fun, and I wouldn't hate it, but they, their receiver room isn't bad. I mean, they got DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Sam Juan, Chase Claypool. I but agree. It's before, not a before they made that trade, I, I would say. Yeah. Oh, for if sure. They, yeah. Yeah, but now that you got DJ Moore in the building, I don't know if, if you need it as much. Mm-hmm. Am I on the uh, clock with the Eagles? Uh, yeah. Yep, you got you a are. fun pick here. You Super Bowl a, contending pick I, right here. I, I, and division fun. rival. Yeah, this is a tough one. I do hate the Eagles, but I'm going to be unbiased. <laughs> this is a tough one because Harry Roseman, the way he built this team and the way he builds all his teams is he drafts the trenches. He drafts O-linemen before he needs them. He drafts D-linemen before he needs them, rotates them in. But I just – how can you not, if you have a chance at winning a Super Bowl, how can you not pick B. John Robinson? Their starting running back right now is Rashad Penny, and he is actually a stud for four games every season. <laughs> if you add B. John Robinson to the Eagles offense, they will be un stoppable i get that how he loves his o-lineman and his d-lineman and this pick will probably be paris johnson when it comes around but i just i don't know how you pass on b john robinson here for the eagles like as a commander's fan it i i hate it but it just makes too much sense and, and he would be absolutely ridiculous in that offense yeah i i completely agree i, I don't know how you can pass on b john here but i guess if you want to go tackle i mean that's yeah. definitely an option paris johnson makes sense um but... yeah Sith, you um, have the, the Titans. So it seems like the Titans need some offensive line help because, like, they're it seems like pretty much all of the guys they had last year are now gone and they're starting from scratch. It looks like 
I like uh, I like Paris Johnson. I, I think the fit is there. I think he's a he's he's a solid tackle all around, and he's gonna get it done for you. He's a beast. I, I love Paris Johnson. He he's versatile. He can play guard. I have the Texans pick. Yep. yep. Back around. I mean, this is a hard one because it's like they could really go in any direction. Um. But I feel like it's so hard not to take Christian Gonzalez here. Yeah. He's He's the best player on the board. Um, If he drops... That is is a scary duo if it happens of Gonzalez and... uh, Eric Stingley. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you you can't let him slide any further than... That's a young room, but man, are they talented. He's a top 10. He's a top 10 guy. Top 10 talent. I just imagined Amico Ryan sitting there, leaving this first round with Will Anderson and Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> two potential top six picks. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you got to build from somewhere, and if if you are getting your quarterback of the future next draft, then you might as well make your defense as good as it can be if you want to win some games this year. All right, Andrew, you have the Jets. The Jets. The oh. Jets. Um, the Jets are trading this pick to the uh, Green Bay Packers. <laughs> or Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> So wait, what do you think they do? They trade the fifteenth pick? Or like No, they wouldn't they... trade the I don't think they trade the fifth why would they give why would they give the you you think they would trade Aaron Oh no Rodgers? no no they get both picks thirteen okay, and fifteen. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, was about I don't to say know that. if that's happening. I don't, don't know think if that's so? ha- I don't think that's happening either, but you I, can do I it. Think... I think they're getting the second. I think they're getting a second this year, second next year, and then maybe a pick swap. The Packers just move up to. I don't yeah, think they just want to stay staunch and, and they want an offensive tackle. I think thirteenth overall pick is fucking. But crazy. if the Jets like don't, all right. So then we'll keep it with the Jets because you guys probably know more than me. But I mean, about the situation, <laughs> it could be a pick swap if you wanted to pick for the Packers. That that's something that could. Yeah, happen. but it's like two. It's like two picks above. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not worth it. No, just and, keep it at the Jets then. All right. Yeah, we're go. We're gonna, we're gonna go tackle. Then they need to tackle. We're gonna go Darnell Wright. Good pick. Uh, cl- classic overdraft for the Jets. I like Darnell Wright. So do I. I do too, but I don't like him that high. He's he's a pure right tackle. He's a mauler. If you ask him to play left tackle, he'll stink. But on the right side, he's a stud. And if Mackay Beckton can weigh less yeah. than 170 pounds, then they're gonna have pretty good tackles. What is he? Three sixty now. Probably I don't. Know. He actually looks. I saw a picture. He looked pretty skinny. But no, probably, yeah, I know. Yeah, that that I probably mean, means he's down to four ten. Exactly. <laughs> All right, I'm on the board with the Pats. Um, every I, I have a good buddy named Alonzo who's a huge Pats fan. He's super plugged in. He's been telling me that it's been tackle, tackle, tackle this whole time because nobody really wants to start Riley Reef at right tackle. But now he's telling me he's not sure. I, I know the Patriots did their their uh, homework on the edge class. They did their homework on the receiver class. If you want Mac Jones to have a chance of succeeding, you need to give him more weapons in the receiver room. Jackson Smith and Jigba, my comp for him is Julian Edelman. That's the kind of player he is. He's just a great route runner, great hands, and I think you just give Mac Jones someone he can rely on that's not named, like, Kendrick Bourne. I know they got (laughs) but they need more. And if if you want to give Mac Jones a chance to be anything in this league, you have to give him more weapons, and I think they'll, they'll end up settling on JSN. Yeah, as a Patriots receiver, I'll honestly take any of these top three receivers. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm up. Okay, and yes, I'm the Green are. Bay Packers. 
So you could go a couple directions here. They they kind of need a lot of, not to like rebuild in terms of thing. I don't know. I saw some like Kalijah Kansi. I think they they could use another interior defensive lineman, or I think in all possibility they could get uh, Kincaid, Dalton Kincaid from Utah. Is I I think they go in that direction. I'm gonna go Dalton Kincaid, Kincaid. from Utah. Yeah, from Utah. I like that pick. And, and they're they're looking for tight ends in cold situations in November, December. Guys who can catch the ball and make some plays. I think yep. I think it's a splash for them. Yeah, they they got some talented weapons. They got Christian Watson. They got Romeo Dobbs. But both of those guys aren't the most reliable with their hands. You need someone like Kincaid. Who, when you need a first down, he's going to give it to you. I, I think we're giving Brian Gutekunst too much credit. He's going to pick some oversized defensive lineman because that's what he always does. <laughs> he was good at his job. I think Dalton Kincaid would be the pick. I mean, the only tight end they have on their roster is named Josiah DeGuara. Put your hands up if you know who that is. No clue. Yeah, so. Side Where did Robert Tunyon go, or is he still a free agent? He's, he's on the Bears. I don't know why. Um, yeah, he's on the Bears now. That's a bit odd, but yeah, weird fit. not surprising. Yeah. All right, Spence, you got your team. It worked out. Um, man, I, it's corner, offensive tackler, tight end. I know I mean, who I would go with here, but. Me personally, I would take a tight end because our tight end room stinks. You got Eric Bieniemy, who obviously, you know, has some experience with good tight ends. I don't think that's what they're doing though. Um, I think they're all in on corner or offensive tackle. I think probably corner. We signed a right tackle. He's not very good, but we paid him to start. We don't have a, a CB two right now, um, and I think it's Deontay Banks. I like Joey Porter as well. a lot, but I love Deontay Banks. It's the Maryland connection. They've spent a lot of time with him. Um, it just feels like. He'll fit well in Jack Del Rio's system. We need a corner so badly, and he just feels like the one that makes the most sense. I completely agree. And with, Good fit. Yeah, good fit. I, I, I completely agree. Um, is it me or is it Sif? Sif. Okay. I'm Pits- Wait, Wait uh, no. See, yeah, I yeah, that's you. what I thought. No, see, you guys mixed up the other. It's me. Now. Yeah, I, I'm confused now. It's me It's me now because you went, you went yeah, before. Yeah, it is you, Max. You went before Spencer. We just fucked up the order. Oh yeah, it's my, it's my, it's my, it's my, I'm up right now. I think oh, I we got we got him as team anyway, so it worked yeah, out. Yeah, it worked yeah, out. We made it it's work. Okay. It's okay. I would have taken Kincaid regardless. So. <laughs> it's, okay. It's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna stay with the same position. I'm gonna go Penn State guy Joey Porter Jr. Yeah. for Steelers. Let's keep Makes it in. Keep it. Keep it in house. Oh yeah. Pennsylvania guy. Yeah. Uh huh. All right, Andrew. Back to you. Lions pick. Oosh. The Detroit Lions. Do they want to beef up that D-line with Aiden Hutchinson? Do they want to add a weapon on the offensive side? Hmm. Can't go wrong. Can't yeah, go no, wrong. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Quentin Johnson. I'm going to bring some explosive power over to Detroit. I like, I like it. it a lot. Yeah. They, they got Amon Ra, they got Jameson Williams, but they don't have a real, you know, go up and get it. Uh-huh. What Quinn Johnston is. I like Elijah Cancy here too. I think if you picked either one of those two, it'd be a home run pick. Mm-hmm. So I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they need a lot. They they do need a lot. Um, this this is not a. Uh, they definitely need some offensive line help after watching their offensive line last year. I think. I think Anton Harrison, it makes a lot of sense. They go out and, and get a tackle. I, I like that fit. 
for sure. Because they they I think they just let their left tackle walk where but he had the most holding penalties in all of football, so he can't get much worse. So you might as well you might as well just throw a rookie out there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't like they're going to contend any any time this year, given some time to develop and playing time. The the guy they have slated to start at left tackle opposite of Tristan Wirfs right now is I, I've never heard of him. So Anton Harrison definitely a good pick. I think that's a trade down spot too. They just have so yeah, I I think so as well. I think they need yeah. to get some more picks. Yeah, but that's a great pick. I mean, any offensive tackle they needed bad. Mm-hmm. Am I? Right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, are. Yeah. You got the Seahawks. Yeah. All right, who do we have them go at number five? We had them take Anthony Richardson. All right, cool. Yes. They definitely need to go defense here. Uh, Kalijah Kansi would be fun. Lucas Van Ness would be fun. For me, though, it's Nolan Smith. I, I don't think I can let Nolan Smith fall any further. He's a little bit undersized, but he's just a freak athlete, a ridiculous pass rusher. Based on everything I heard from the Combine, he, he's a great leader. Like, the stuff that Pete Carroll care about, he has all the off-the-field stuff and tangibles. Just get someone to line up and go after the quarterback. I think their best pass rusher last year was like Uchenna Nwosu, which, you know, you can do better than that. So I think Nolan <laughs> Smith would be on a run pick. Shout out to the Dolphins for their forfeited pick. I know I would have this pick. I would have this pick and be able to make this pick. But, and you know, pick over the Chargers. And I would have, and I would take Jameer Gibbs. Yeah, I, I would love that. <laughs> but, uh, but for the Chargers, they do need – uh, they do need wide receiver really bad. I think I'm gonna go Zay Flowers. Love it. Yeah, I think that's a really good fit for them. Yeah. And Kellen Moore now over there. What? Sorry. Kellen Moore is now the OC over oh, yeah. there. Yeah, I don't know. It just makes sense him in LA. It just I don't know. It matches to me. I like they it. They got old man Keenan over there. They need some speed in their receiver. Uh-huh. Yeah. They got too much height. Uh, Andrew, you have the Ravens pick at 22. Yeah, well, the Ravens are tricky because I don't really know what's going on with them. But um, speaking of speed in the receiver room, I'm going to take Jordan Addison for the Ravens. Good yeah, pick. hey, just, you know, try to get Lamar back as best as possible. Get those mm-hmm. receivers in there. Makes yeah. sense. I think Jordan Addison makes – I think they're either going receiver or corner. Other than Marlon Humphrey, they don't have a good corner on this roster. But maybe they trade up in round two to get one. I think yeah. Jordan Addison sitting there, you can pair him up with Odell, try to say, Lamar, look, we're trying to help you, man. Mm-hmm. That's probably yeah. the best move you can make. Uh-huh, 100%. Um, I, I'm a, if I'm Minnesota, I'm going to take Kalijah Kansi here. I, I think it, it's a it's a great, great pick for them. He slid down a little bit, and – they they need some defensive line help badly, so I, I like this fit. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I think they'd love a, a wide receiver, a corner. All the best ones are off the board, so you go best player available that fits a need. Definitely, Kalaja Kansi. Yeah, I like Kalaja Kansi too. His combine was pretty crazy. <laughs> freaky. Yeah, freaky. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Spence, you got the Jaguars pick at twenty four. This is, a, this is a lock for me. Every every now and then you get some picks that like kind of like Will Levis to the Colts. I just feel like if he's there, it's happening. Brian Branch to the Jags. He's the best nickel safety in the draft. I think he's a top 10 talent. It's just positional value for a, a nickel isn't that high. Biggest need on a, a sneaky good Jaguars roster. Really not a lot of holes on this team. One of them is nickel safety. Get Brian Branch in there and, and you have probably a top 10 player at that position already on day one. So, yeah. Home run pick. Hmm. 
Who do I go? Yeah, with while here? you're looking, Max, I really like speaking I on know. the Jags. I really like them this year. Yeah, the Jags are a a sneaky team in the AFC. They could win like twelve games because that division stinks. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, uh, must be nice. Um, yeah, must be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for the Giants, they lost. They just recently lost their uh, starting safety. Wait, oh, you took Brian Branch. Fuck, yeah, I didn't. I didn't they would take him if he Fuck, was there. Yeah, a hundred percent. All right, I know who I'm going with. I'm going to go with interior offensive lineman Steve Avila. Ooh, they need okay, like they, they need an offensive tackle um, or an offensive lineman in general to protect Daniel Jones. So I think that's definitely a solid pick there. For he, sure. He, I think interior O-line other than safety is their biggest need. And mm-hmm. that's one of those positions, especially late in the first round, where every team's going to have a different board. For me, John Michael Schmitz is, is number one, but Steve Avila could easily be on the top of the Giants board. It's really just in the eye of the beholder. So, yeah, I think that pick makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. All right, Andrew, you got the Cowboys pick here. Yeah, for the Cowboys pick at 26, I'm going to go Brian Brees. Brian Breesy. Brian Breesy, he's a stud. He is a stud. He was a stud. Yeah, he went through a lot. Miles no, Murphy didn't. slipping. Miles Murphy and Lucas Van Ness slipping. Yeah. Slipping. I could see Miles Murphy falling. Lucas Van Ness still being here at 27 would be a bit of a surprise, but it could mm-hmm. happen. All I like right. Siffy. So he he's a tough player. Oh, the good old Buffalo Bills. Yo, fuck this up so they suck. Uh, so what should we go? Uh, Lucas Van Ness? Based yeah. off six, <laughs> based off six Sif's uh, luck, whatever player you purposely picks bad is going to be a superstar player. Oh, 100%. It's, 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 it's my curse as a fan. Okay. Um, Who do we... Uh, let's see. They need a deep, deep line. Uh, corner. They could go to corner. Emmanuel Forbes makes makes sense. They could help sure up that uh, secondary, which uh, they kind of need because they lost some guys. So I'm going to go Emmanuel Forbes for Mississippi State. I like it, and I'm glad you picked him because he's, he's a guy I like to talk about. He weighs 165 pounds. That's unprecedentedly skinny for the corner position. But he Oh, really that's great. That means Tyreek, he's going to like get in the isn't air when Tyreek goes by him. Isn't he tall he's as tall anything? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. He led the nation in picks. Um, he, a specific defense, oh, he can to be his really fault. successful. Yeah, yep. now, now the Dolphins are screwed, Max. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're going to pick him. They're going to pick him or Jordan Addison. All right, Spence. You All right, got... I'm on the clock, right? Yeah, you are. Okay, this is an interesting one. You almost want to take Lucas Van Ness just because, like, why is he still here? Uh-huh. But I feel like he makes more sense for the Saints than it. Broderick Jones is still here, too. They just signed Orlando Brown, but, I mean, the value would be insane. Oh, man, it's tough. I'm going to go a little bit of a surprise, a little bit of a reach. I'm going Jameer Gibbs. Mm. Uh, it's, a, it's a luxury oh, pick. Oh, that hurts. The Bengals are in a position to make luxury picks, and I don't I don't know that Joe Mixon is on this team week one. You're right. Uh, he wasn't great last year. He's had some weird stuff going on this offseason. He had, like, the weird, like, House. anti-Demar Hamlin celebration. Yeah. yeah. That was weird. He's just like, a, I think, I mean, he punched a girl in college, right? Like, he's not a good guy. We already knew this. So, might as well get him off the team. Um, Jameer Gibbs is a stud. You can take luxury picks when you're the Bengals. Maybe a trade-down spot for them, but... 
if you got your guy, you just take him. And, and I, I don't know if they pass on guys like Van Ness and Broderick Jones to take Jameer Gibbs, but. No, but it's fun. definitely like a pick that could happen 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Saints here, I mean, obviously, I don't think Lucas Van Ness would be. I think that's the pick here, but I don't think he's going to be there realistically when the draft day comes. Um, when draft day comes, I think they're going to take someone more like a Keon White or something like that. Oh. Yeah. Um, that'll probably be there by the time the draft comes, but for the purpose of this, Lucas Van Ness is there, so let's take him. For sure. He's the pick if he's on the board. Yeah. And I like the Keon White call. I think he's slept on, and I think he's Yeah, I think he's pick. like someone late first round, early second round that'll get picked, sure. and he's good. Yeah. Um, Andrew, you got the Eagles, 30th pick. Whoosh. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, if, if if Howie Roseman was actually sitting here with us, Murphy, they, they, these people Jones, on the board, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, uh-huh. like how, and so, yeah, <laughs> speaking, we'll, we'll go off of that. We'll pick Miles Murphy for them. We'll go get a, yeah. we'll get him a Deanna closer for the Super Bowl. It just makes sense. Yeah, it does. Siffy, thirty-one, baby. Um. I like the Chiefs going tackle and developing uh, Broderick Jones. I think yeah. that's just too perfect of a fit for the for them, and especially the way they just got uh, um, they just got Orlando Brown paid. Why not you do get another top tackle from Georgia, where they just won two national championships, and develop him from there? I think that's a perfect fit. Yeah, it makes too much sense. I, I like how at the at the, the last three picks with Van Ness, Murphy, and Jones, the, those are just three guys who I think we all kind of just like forgot about. Like, other right, guys yeah. If those three are sitting there at those picks, it's they're sprinting to the podium. Uh-huh. To those picks. No, absolutely. On the board, and stuff like that happens in real life too. So 